0: My Wealth. Andrew Kelleher, morning to you. Very good morning, Mike. Those jobs numbers, 209, um, they're a little bit weaker than we were thinking. A little bit weaker, but it wasn't quite the full story. So uh, Friday night, release of uh, non-farm powers report. That gives us the latest read on the state of the employment market in the US, that in turn is a key factor in, you know, determining US monetary policy, interest rate direction there, which drives uh, interest rates around the world. So, But at, Mike, it was an interesting report because it sent some sort of mixed signals. You're right, the US jobs market added 209,000 jobs in June, which is still a gain but two points. It was below expectations, which was sitting at 230,000, and secondly, well down on the revised figure for May, which was 306,000. So payroll numbers are slowly moderating from the levels that we saw in 2022 last year so if i look at the first 6 months of 2023 your average monthly non-farm payrolls gain is 278,000 now last year that average was 400,000 so quite a big drop if you cast your gaze back even further the pre-pandemic numbers were less than 200,000 so we're still not at the pre-pandemic levels but they are moderating however here's the sort of fly in the ointment the unemployment rate actually fell to 3.6 percent from 3.7 percent last month so unemployment rate getting lower and average hourly earnings what people are getting paid rose 4.4 percent in the last 12 months and they aren't really showing any signs of moderating at all so those two aspects of the report are problematic for the US central bank the Federal Reserve so the implication now is that the central bank still has some work to do or at the very least uh, continuing to hold you know to pause mm. now the market is picking the former and saying there's a couple more hikes in the pipeline uh, Fed steps up to the plate next July 25 July 26 market is now saying another 25 basis points at that July meeting. Uh, That sort of weighed on the US share market last week. And importantly, it's pushed US interest rates higher, Mike. Yes, it does. And speaking of which, you see the swap rate. Yeah, so this is what I want to talk about. So interest rate markets are breaking higher, and this is not a positive development for mortgage holders here. And I really, I'm really, i sorry to be the bearer of bad news, but this is, this is real. So what's going on, Mike, is that there's a slow realisation in interest rate markets that the central bankers actually mean what they say. And if you look at the pricing in interest rate markets, pretty consistently interest rate markets have been second-guessing when the central banks would ease off. The monetary policy pressure. What that means is that financial markets have been assuming that the cash rates would decline earlier than the rate at which the central banks have been forecasting. Now, we're, what we're seeing is we're seeing that disconnect unwinding. And in practical terms, That means that some wholesale interest rates have climbed in the last couple of weeks and not just in the U.S. Now, I mentioned this last week, Mike, while you are away. This is going to deliver another round of mortgage pain to New Zealand. And I think this could be the body blow for demand and spending in New Zealand. So here practically, here's the numbers. One and two year interest rate swap levels, important price setting signals for one and two year fixed rate mortgages. Two-year swap rate closed on Friday at 5.75, the one-year closed at 5.95. These, these these are the highest these rates have been since 2008. That's 15 years ago. So practically, if you fixed your mortgage rate last year for one year, in all likelihood, that would have been a big uplift on the existing rate back then. So you would have gone, oh, that hurt. But the one-year swap rate, Mike, last year, called it around 4%. Now it's almost 6%. Yeah. So now you're coming up to refix, and the rate is going to be higher again. So for the general population, this is a second round of mortgage pain, and I think that's going to be pretty significant. And that's why they're starting to talk about the double-dip recession. Now, what, is the, yep. uh, what are the numbers? So the Dow Jones fell 187 points on Friday night. That's 0.55%, 33,734. Uh, the S&P 500 dropped 13 points, 4398 was the close there. And the Nasdaq dropped 18 points, 0.13%, closing at 13,660. The FTSE 100 lost 24 points, 7256. Uh, the Nikkei lost 1.17%, 385 points, 32,388. Uh, the Shanghai Composite, 3196, down just over a quarter percent The Aussies had a bad day on Friday, lost 1.7%, down 121.7042. We actually bucked the trend on Friday. We gained 21 points, 0.17%, closing at 11,980. One Kiwi dollar, we're starting the week at 0.6197 US. 0.9249 Aussie, 0.5651 Euro, uh, 0.4828 pounds, 88.11 Japanese yen. Gold is trading at $1,925.05. Not good news on the oil market, Mike. Oil is creeping up, $78.47, and that's the highest we've seen since April. All right, mate, we'll see you tomorrow. Andrew Callagher, NZ.